Look, I'm not saying other cultures are worse because I don't have one. But having not experienced, could you? What are you doing with the ponytail? Assaulting me while we're trying to intro the podcast. Speaking of, we didn't even mention the podcast or who we were. In no, the last you one. just came just, in angry. I just came in hot. Uh, I'm America. This is City Wave Cinema. <laughs> That's James. Yep. I also wanted to apologize at the beginning of last episode, and I didn't get to do that because someone just came in on fire. Yeah. Uh, that we wanted to send out an apology that these have been so profusely sporadic. Uh, we had holidays, and then we had tragedies, and we had losses, and it's been a rough time. I hate it here. I didn't ask for this. I want to go home. I didn't ask to be alive. I want to go back to 2013. I don't. That was a good year for me. Um, I'd do 2015 again. We met that year. Pretty yeah. good. Pretty it was good. My 20, it's when I turned 21. I did some shows. But anyways. um, Yeah. Hey, they're yelling at us to not apologize. We are sorry. To everyone out in podcast land. <laughs> they just said not to. Who doesn't know what's going on. Uh, um, Twitch chat knows. And deserves to at least have some explanation. So there you go. Hey, they're going to spray you with a spray bottle. And we're going to continue now with Spirited Away Part 2 before I get lynched apparently by no, my no, Twitch no, chat. No, 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 no. Just a spray bottle of water. Bad, America. Bad. Psst, 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 psst. I wonder if that would work. Sure it would. How did you train the dog to use the dog doorbell? Full physical prompting. Right. Next time you apologize, I'm just going to suplex you. (laughs) 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 You just go, I'm sorry. (laughs) Our, uh, Our mental is also like all over the map, guys, so. I fucking had it. I will not be in a good state for a while. So you're going to have to deal with me like this. Just a bit more manic than usual. I might even watch another anime to give it another shot. But I don't know. I was on drugs for this movie, I swear to God. He really wasn't, though. No, I was totally sober. It's frustrating. The witch is a bitch. I'm on drugs. Uh. Anyways, she fucking bamboozles the witch into giving her a job. Puts a contract down. She steals her name. Calls her Sen? Yeah. Sen. Which, if you get into the weeds of the IMDB notes, uh... Which James always does for our benefit so that you don't have to. Sen and Chihiro mean a thousand of, which is Chihiro, and Sen means a thousand. So it's like same, same, but different. Names in English are stupid, and I will hear no other arguments, um, including mine. My name is stupid. I was like, I'm named after... You're named after the country you live in. It's. I mean, I'm not. I'm named after my great-great-grandmother. But... Who was named after the country she lived in. Probably. 
Listen, that was a patriotic thing to do back in the whatever decade that was. Early 1900s? Yeah. Would have been great. Now it's a little weird. But I love you anyway. Uh, Haku shows up and... He just... This is an instance where you might be right about your proximity theory of the fucking... Um, of the slug function because he shows up in the room, she tells him what to do, and then he's just like straight cold shoulder to Chihiro and also says a double negative in a sentence that's like, it's just extra stupid. And he says, don't talk to me, but when you do, address me as Master Haku. And I was like, Pick a thing. Pick a thing that you want. Pick one thing that you want. Do you want her to shut the fuck up, or do you want her to say your name in the right way? You can only have one of those two, because if you pick shut the fuck up, then she's not going to address you in any type of way. But if you pick to address me in the right way, she's not going to shut the fuck up. So you got to pick one of the two things. And if you don't pick one of the two things, we're going to have a problem. I would also like to point out that he tells her to like refer to him as Master Haku, and then she doesn't do that. No, she simply won't. A single time. Like, I, to anyone. Like, even when she's talking to Lynn, she's like, Haku. And she's like, Master Haku? That douche? Like. <laughs> Ordinarily, when I watch animes or anime movies, I watch them with the original dialogue and with uh, closed captions on so I know what it translates to. And America can't read and watch at the same time. That's a mean way to say. That's the accurate way to say that you won't watch things with closed captions because it distracts you from what's happening. Yes! <clears throat> if I want to read something, I will pick up a book. If I want to watch something, I don't want to have to read while I watch it. But if I want to pursue a career in voiceover, then I kind of have to watch English dub stuff now. So I've just sort of got to get used to it. Um, it might be different if you just watch with the original dialogue, but that's not what we watched, so that's not what we're going to talk about. Um, I have a hard time for the whole movie. This is a note that's like a general thing, not like a sequence of events thing. I can't tell at any given time <laughs> whether, whether Lynn is being kind or a horrible bitch. I can't tell. I mean, she's at just, all. She's just like me and Lauren. Like sometimes she's nice to Sen. Sometimes she checks on Sen, and then sometimes she's like, "Hey, why are you fucking stupid?" And it's like, well, pick a lane to be in, and just live there. This whole back and forth bullshit is giving me whiplash. I am confused. I'm used to it with you. It's fine, but like, I just. It's a very human thing to be nice and also a bastard, and it it's disconcerting to see real human traits displayed in characters in movies. God, Marvel fucked everything up. They really fucked it all up. Uh, oh, no, they just ruined me. Um, and then Haku was the bad guy, and I don't remember why, but I said I was very confused. Um, 
And from this point on, I don't take very many notes. Because from this point on, when she starts working with Lynn, like, it the plot points really pick up steam, and the movie really gets going, and it's just so much packed into a little bit of time, and I just, like, stared at it and tried to comprehend what was happening. If you don't follow us on social media, you should, because you can see James's faces and... Oh, she took she took candids while I wasn't paying attention. I posted them online for the world to see. I haven't even looked at them yet. I'm gonna have to after this episode is done recording. So I can. Oh, you took a lot of them. Oh my god. I just look upset the whole time. <laughs> just look upset <laughs> I look like I'm seeing something that I just don't want to <laughs> oh man it's a sh it was a good movie but oof. <laughs> oh boy it was like watching your brain trying to shove puzzle pieces together from like 10 different puzzles that's what the movie is but also the puzzles are all toad men and they're jumping around and changing colors like chameleons Maybe you did do drugs. I, Are you okay? I, everything's hot. <laughs> um, every character is hard to understand, and at all points in time, I was suspicious of every character. Except Chihiro, who clearly does not have enough of a grasp on what's happening at any given time to warrant being suspicious about anything. Just... Everyone is doing shady shit all the time. So Chihiro starts to work at the bathhouse. She's not great at it because she has no upper body strength. Which is weird because when I was 10, even I could lift a bucket. She uh, opens up a window to let a spirit in. Oops! Oops! Shouldn't have did that! That's the one spirit that looks like the fucking devil! It's no face, for those of you who don't Oops. know. Oops! And then they task as he a, eats children. He eats everyone. Children are included in everyone. He uh, they they do a bit of hazing on Chihiro and make her and Lynn clean the grossest tub that they have. Um, once the tub gets clean, then we have a brief environmentalist interlude, <laughs> which was executed. Way better than any brief environmentalist interlude I've seen in the last 20 years. Wow! What a story sequence. <clears throat> you want to you wanna break that down for the audience at home, James? So, from here, the witch stops being evil and just starts being a corporate boss. Uh, <laughs> which you could argue is evil. Um, uh, I think that's the point. Listen, there's going to be lots of layers to this, like there were in Sucker Punch, but Sucker Punch's layers were a little more obvious. Albeit strange. So, they just sort of start running the joint like a regular place. Um, <clears throat> I assume, I don't know how mystical spirit world bathhouses operate, or what currency is used. 
Apparently it's gold. James was really obsessed with the money like this entire time, guys. I just don't what do you how how do you get goods and services? Nothing is free. Even in places that don't use dollars, nothing is free. Um so beyond in the rain is a stanky smell spirit. And the stanky smell spirit is he's a coming. He is not stopping for nothing. And the closer he gets to you, the more just mesmerized and appalled you are by the stanky smell spirit. Who looks like a bit of a tentacle porn monster, but brown and sludgy. Uh, and he gets in there. Uh, he gets directed to the biggest tub. They run him a bath, kind of. Chihiro is put in charge of right. the caretaking. They make Chihiro do it because they want to kill her. Um, they also just dislike her greatly. For some reasons. Because she's human. That's racist. Humans suck. Yeah, but also racist. Um, so Is that racist or speciesist? I, I don't know because I don't know what a frogman is. So, they get the big old boy in the tub, and he knocks all the water out and creates a mudslide. Uh, and they're basically all just gathered on the upper balconies watching. And then eventually, Chihiro gets another bath token, runs it. It's like the most fancy herbal remedy water, and runs it all over the homeboy. Uh, the big sludge monster in the tub, uh, who lifts her out of the tub after she slips in and, like, sets her on a thing, uh, and then she finds a thorn in his side that is not actually a thorn. It is, in fact, sort of like a pug. Uh. It's a bike handle. And the witch immediately goes, I knew it! Uh, which doesn't explain anything, and then gives them rope makes them tie the fucking rope around the bike handle, uh, which they then take the whole staff and rip it out of the spirit uh, monster tentacle boy, resulting in a deluge of pollution. And trash. And trash and junk all just exploding out of this guy. Uh, and then Chihiro drowns. And in the middle of her drowning, <laughs> in the middle of her drowning, has a vision of a mummy's face, kind of, uh, who explodes. At, he says, "Good job." I think I don't know. I was so stunned I didn't take any notes. Um, he might have said like "well done" or something, and then he takes his little river spirit form and explodes out of the bathhouse. Because he's a river spirit, get it? They uh, polluted the river. And now he's clean and he just fucks off. Um, also, at brief times throughout the movie, Chihiro goes to the pig house to see her parents, and at no point in time does she ever actually know which ones her parents are. Uh, so that's funny. Ha 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 ha. Uh, what happens after that? It's such a blur of drugs. 
after that, they uh, celebrate, um, and the river spirit gives her medicine, a little ball of medicine, and then they go to bed. And when they wake up, everyone's, um, or when Shahira wakes up, the frog gets eaten by No-Face, because No-Face is now in the bathhouse. Oh, yeah, that's right. Oops, there's a demon inside. And, uh, so when Shahira wakes up, everyone's having a fucking party, because No-Face is throwing gold all over the place. Um. Then John Ratzenberger is in the movie. He's the foreman. Um. And while everything is chaotic downstairs with No-Face, Haku's having a bad time. Oh, also, I got mad because the witch offered sake to everyone, uh, and she's, like, ten years old and did not get sake. Yeah, she had to go to bed, and they brought her a dumpling. Yep. Like, everyone had sake on the house, and she didn't. Um, Haku's having a bad time. (laughs) Yeah, for some reason. Haku went to do a mission for... Yubobu. Yes, the witch. She doesn't have a real name. And he was he stole something from her sister, and the sister attacked him. With paper airplanes. They're paper people, but yes. Um Oh. And Haku gets hurt really, really badly. Which leaves Chihiro to track him down. So Chihiro breaks into the witch's suite. Where... She overhears that they're gonna kill him. Yeah. So she tries to go save him and is stopped by the baby. Who talks. And is very adamant that Chihiro play with him. And is Tara Strong. It is voiced by Tara Strong. Dude, it's just... The Timmiest of Turners. And also the in my Tommiest anime. of Rugrats. The, the Tommiest of Pickles and the Timmiest of Turners is also this giant baby who's like, play with me or I'll break your fucking arm. Oh, oh. I don't uh, like it. I don't like it at all. Tara uh, Strong should be stopped. And then Chihiro breaks away and unbeknownst to Chihiro, there has been a spirit that has, or not a spirit, uh, one of the witches, the sister's witches, uh, <coughs> paper things latched onto her and which is, allows the spirit basically to like astral plane the bro wi- when you talk about this scene it's it sounds like drugs <laughs> and, like and the spirit was the paper man <laughs> and then he became the full-grown witch and it looked just like the other witch and it like Told the baby it was fucking wrong. And, and turned the turned baby into, into a, a mouse. mouse. And then he turned the other bird woman into to, a small bird. Into a, into a bug. It's a bird. It's just teeny. And then turned the three headed dipshits, who I didn't even mention before, into the baby. baby. And then she tries to kill Haku. And, and Haku snaps her in half by hitting the paper man. And she goes, oh, oh a paper cut. Wah. Vanishes into the ether. And Haku and Chihiro fall down the garbage chute. 
to the boiler room. No, they fall straight to the pit of souls. Oh, and Haku flies them to the boiler room. And then Haku remembers that he's not dead yet. Flies them to the boiler room. She, oh yeah, when she helped the river spirit, he gave her a deus ex machina ball. I said that. He gave her medicine. Am I high? I don't know, but you're not. You're having gonna, a rough time. This this movie's really thrown my shit off. Um, so they end up in the boiler room. Chihiro force feeds Haku some of the medicine that she was gifted by the river spirit, which I did mention. And the boiler man helps her and like then he kind of uh explains to Chihiro that there's bad magic going on and she needs to take the Seal the sigil, or the sigil <clears throat> to the sister in order to get Haku help because the the sister is the only one that can undo the magic. So he gives her tickets that he had been saving for the train to go see the sister, and the mouse baby and the fly and the bird. Go with her. For well, first, she has to go deal with No Face. Yeah, who she... has started eating the staff. And her whole solution for No Face is to reject his gold and then run away. I'm not... Well, that, no, she that... does feed him the, the medicine from the river spirit, which makes him throw up and turn... Literally, I don't know what this fucking medicine from the river spirit does, but it's like a cure-all. It's like cocaine in the 20s. Like, it goes in everything. You take it with Coca-Cola. You take it for your headaches. You take it for your tummy aches. Like, it'll do everything for you, when really it just makes you fast. And it just, like, does all kinds of shit. <clears throat> no Face starts vomiting up all the stuff that he had until he becomes a little docile bitch again. Uh... Who also follows Chihiro onto the train. Yeah. I, I, it's a whole party now. Dude, I don't understand. Maybe it's a culture thing. Maybe it isn't. But I don't understand how you can be witness to No Face doing all the terrible things that he was doing, be threatened and attacked by No Face. And in this, you know what it is? You know what it is? It's because 10-year-olds don't have a survival instinct. Especially I was say, if they live at home with their parents. I was going to say it's because Chihiro is a genuinely nice person. Yes, and she has no concept as to what an actual threat to her personage is. Or she just is able to forgive people and see that there's goodness in them. No Face just had a lot of stuff in him. And also some staff. No Face isn't awful. He's just misunderstood. Oh, it was very misunderstood when he gave the frog gold and murdered him. He's alive. Now, he did not die. We don't know. No, he's what if back the, up. What if the magic brought him back to life? What if the magic brought him back to life? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter because it's the magic pill that does everything. Ooh, plot device. Turn my nail the other way. Ah! 
It's like Wolverine's claws can cut through anything. Captain America's shield can block anything. The River Spirit's medicine can do everything. Fucking... No face is like chaotic neutral on the grid of things you can be. In that he's not in there looking to maliciously attack people. But if he can trick you, he, he really is a he's a fucking elder fay. If he can trick you into taking the gold that he can make materialize out of his hands, then you are on the menu. Yeah. And that's Chaotic neutral, that is not a good person, that is not a person you want to hang out with. Well, it's not a person. I have such disdain for watching this movie, the more you defend this movie. I'm not throwing legit criticism at it at all, and you're fighting for the littlest things. We're no all- face is bad. We're all on a train to go see the sister to cure Haku. And no face is there, and he doesn't try to tempt anyone, and I don't fucking get it. Because Chihiro saw the good in him, so he is good now. Okay. That's not how things work, but sure. So they go to see Granny, who is just the witch, but different. And the fucking, they basically just have a nice time. And the sequence of riding the train all the way to Swamp Bottom is just fucking gorgeous. It is. It's really, really really pretty to look at. Uh, And boy, they just go and they have like two and a half minutes of conversation they make a hair tie, and then, and then Haku's fine, and he's there, and... Well, we found out that... Oh, we found out about the, the slug. Yeah, that Chihiro killed the slug that was inside Haku that was making him controlled by the witch. Haku goes to the witch, says, you need to let Chihiro go, and then I'll go get your baby back, which, by the way, you didn't even notice was fucking missing. Oh, yeah. He's a real snot there. Oh, so great. What a little <laughs> asshole. See, it's times like that where I'm like, I don't know what your whole deal is. You feel like a very, every character feels neutral. Every character feels like at any given time they could just fly off the handle and be deadly hazards to society. The witch agrees to let Chihiro go if Haku gets a baby and if she can give Chihiro one more test. Chihiro goes, they find out about the slug, they do everything... They do make her a hair tie of all fucking things. That takes them a really long time just to make one fucking hair tie. I don't care if it's magical or not. Um, the sister witch sends them on her way, or on their way with Haku when he shows up. Except for No Face, who she says it's probably best if you just stay right here. And he's like, "Yeah, I fuck with that." So great. Now that's one potential bad guy taken care of. Um, and. So we find out the slug is the bad guy. The witch slash granny is also the bad slash good guy. Haku is a river spirit. Surprise, we find that out in a minute. Which Chihiro finds out at the worst possible moment when they're flying through the air. Yes, but then when I pointed that out after, like, at the same time that you pointed it out, then you were like, 
he's a spirit. They'll just fly. And I was like, no one knows that. I don't know what the rules are. Spirits have been walking around the whole time. At no point has a spirit just been like, I'm going to fly by spiritual means. Because even the witch flaps her fucking wings. And even the witch's little pet crow flaps her fucking wings. There's no rules. Nothing matters. Everything is insane. We've seen Haku fly before, though, when he did, like, the fushi, fushi, fushi through the bathhouse in the opening Yeah, scene. but that's just anime. That's just what happens in anime. You do, like, a focus for a second, and then you move at unnatural speeds, and you hit with unnatural force, and that's how anime works. And then... I'm the whitest person I know. And then we get back. And Chihiro has one more test. I hope I'm not skipping over your notes. You just I mean, weren't saying all, the plot. Listen, all of my notes are just, I don't know what's happening. No one explained anything to Sen. Timmy Turner is the big baby. Everyone's the bad guy. I told Lynn to shut the fuck up. Uh, I said, not a single person explained no face to Sen. What the fucking what is happening? I'm confused at all the time at what's happening. What the fuck? The slug was the bad guy. What the fuck? The boyo is a river spirit. Uh, and then I don't have a single other note until she finds her parents in normal form. So we get back to the bridge. Um, and we find out that the witch's final test. And everyone's waiting there, like in a true... Boat. Gather to see what happens next. True, and also like tied in a not fucking ending. Like They really just put a bow on that shit. They had everybody there. Final test is, um, which is something that Haku did warn Chihiro about, that in order to get home, she would have to be able to remember which pigs were her parents. And so Chihiro <sighs> looks at all the pigs, having done her full character development and growth, and says, this must be a joke, because none of those are my parents. And the witch goes, are you sure? And Chihiro goes, uh, yeah, no, I'm good. And the witch, the contract bursts in the flames in the witch hand, and Chihiro gets to go home. So. Which also has weird stipulations about getting home. I'm confused. So Haku, about the, before, like, do you want to wait till the end of the movie, or you're confused about the I'm confused about the pig thing. Okay, talk to me about the pig thing. The... She interacts with the pigs at the end, mm-hmm. who are not actually the pigs. And the most recent time to that, that she interacts with the pigs, she goes to the pig pen, looks at all of them, thinking, oh, I can give my parents the river spirit magic. That was a dream, remember? Right, but even then, the time before that is when she's in there with Haku and just yells into the pig pen... Uh, a thousand words in two seconds, uh, which are indecipherable. Yeah, even even my ears were... And then fucks off. Uh, at no point in time does she ever know what pigs are her parents. And the only logical explanation I can come up with, because you can absolutely tell me, oh, she probably could just gamble on the fact that this is probably just a trick from the witch. Uh, which I, is a totally legit thing to say, but she has no idea 
no idea what her parents look like as pigs. Other than they wore clothes briefly. Yeah. You're not going to like the explanation I'm going to give you, <sighs> but they hell. do give it to you. Was it in the part where I didn't have subtitles for it? It's in the conversation with the witch in the house. Oh. And she goes, um, or maybe it's not the witch in the house. Someone at some point <laughs> um, says to Chihiro, you always remember just sometimes it takes a while for your memories to come back to you. It is the witch in the house. Um, and so remember, she almost forgets her name right like away. Like immediately. And then she remembers as she goes along the story and she gets her character development and does all this shit. She remembers who Chih- uh, who Haku is. And then she remembers... Um, so I, she's putting all these pieces together through this whole story and this time. So it's that she gets to the end and she realizes... None of those are her parents because she remembers what her parents look like and who her parents are. I told you you weren't going to like the explanation, but that's the explanation. It's very Alice in Wonderlandian where it's like Alice goes through that whole movie and they keep asking her who she is, and she goes, I'm Alice, and they're like, mm, no, you're not. <laughs> like, it's the same shit. You're, you're not, you're hardly not Alice. You're not Alice yet. Like, it's the same thing of, like, you have to remember who you are in this dream world in order to be able to get out of the dream world. Even though this isn't a dream world, she's actually trapped in the spirit world. But other, same, same, but different. I fucking hate this movie. You said it was a good movie, just like it is a good movie. Thirty minutes ago, I'll probably never watch it again. I will say, out of all the high, like all the Miyazaki films, this one probably has like, at least in my opinion, like the most confusing rules. Oh, you mean the unstated anything? I said that, but then I thought about Howl's Moving Castle and trying to break that down into a logical format, and that just didn't happen for me really quickly, so... They're supposed to be whimsical. Is this what Japanese whimsy looks like? We have Alice in Wonderland, and that is... That's English whimsy. Yeah. Who wrote that? Carol? Yeah. Lewis Carroll? Yeah. Yeah, that guy's fucked up, too. You know who else is fucked up? Edgar Allan Poe. Lewis Carroll and Lewis Carroll wrote Alice. Lewis Carroll wrote Alice in Wonderland. Who, who, I'm blanking on who wrote Wizard of Oz. That other guy. Bomb. Frank Frank Bomb, Bomb, yeah. Yeah. And then Peter Pan. Listen, it's all fucked up. Everything's, it's just always been fucked up the whole time. Every culture's art has always been fucked up the whole time. Uh, And American art is kind of like a bastardized version of everyone else's art. That's what we get for being a melting pot culture. We just take a little bit of everybody's shit. Does that help you? (laughs) No. 
Okay. No, it doesn't make any fucking sense. Haku walks Chihiro to the river, which is no longer a death river. Yeah, that was a spook for a moment. Very cool. Um, and says it's time to go, but you can't look back until you're through the tunnel. Like, you got one more rule to follow to get out of this fucking... And I will say, there's a lot of arbitrary rules that (laughs) Chihiro has to follow to get out of here. Um, But this is the last one where he's like, yeah, cool. No explanation, just don't turn around. Very, but I mean, that takes root in uh, mythology, too, of like when you exit the underworld. Mm -hmm. Don't look back. Don't look (laughs) back. So that's kind of... mythology, it's in the Bible, it's in all sorts of shit. Yeah, so that's kind of like just a rooted in culture kind of thing, where if you were leaving the realm of the spirits, like... You just don't, you don't think about it anymore. You you leave. You just get the fuck out out and you don't look back. For the love of fucking God, just don't turn around. So Chihiro leaves... She almost turns around. She thinks about she, it for like very briefly, uh, but she rolls over the hill, uh, and there are her parents, right back to being miserable cunts immediately. They didn't total, get total, totally bastards. I think, from the jump. I think the most frustrating part about this whole movie, and I do love this movie, and I give it a lot of credit, but I think the most frustrating part for me is that. The people that needed the character growth didn't get the character growth. Like, Chihiro's parents are the whole fucking reason Chihiro ended up in this fucking mess. And they just went straight back to being the exact same pieces of shit they were. Like, they have, they learned no lessons from going and eating food that they stole and forcing their child to go into this strange land, they learned no lessons because they don't have any memories of what happened. They learned zero things. Awfully convenient. So that, that's, my, that's my rant about the ending of this movie. I don't really give a fuck about much else, but that's probably my most frustrating part is that there's no lesson learned for the people that needed to learn a lesson. That's just... It's also just Miyazaki perpetuating the issue with parents not paying attention to kids and not listening. And it's, it feels to me, you know, sometimes you need to have those endings when you're making a cultural statement. You need to have those endings where you are making a contrarian opinion. Which I would refer, I would call this like a contrarian opinion, is that exactly like what you're saying? The people who needed the par- character growth obviously did not get it, and therefore function the same way they did before, uh, which is bad. But you also need to have the opposite of that, where it's not contrarian, and the people who do need to learn something learn something, and then you're ending doesn't shortchange itself. Like, I think if if anything in this movie is just actually bad from a strictly story perspective, it's the ending. And it's it leaves you feeling deeply unsatisfied. Or, I say you, I mean me. It left me feeling deeply unsatisfied. 
uh, bothered and annoyed. Uh, outside of that, this movie is great fun. Uh, lots of really pretty things to look at. If you don't care to pay attention to what's like happening plot-wise, you could watch it again and again and again and see new stuff every time. Uh, the art is literally that intricate and detailed. It's very cool to watch and look at. Uh, if you are interested in the story, don't be. The soundtrack's great. The soundtrack is killer. And I would very much like to watch more Miyazaki films where the soundtrack is killer. Because I like a good film soundtrack. Uh, How's Moving Castle? Castle in the Sky. I would rate this a 5 out of 10. Um, Easy 8 for me. It's just... It's just a very pretty, delightful-sounding, miserable train wreck. But the train is a bus, and it's on Rainbow Road in the sky for no reason. And it will not be explained to you why anything is. That's the movie. Nothing is explained... If you don't know what the cultural significance of anything is, it's like trying to read a book in a language you don't speak. It is just befuddling. But it sure is pretty. And it sure does sound good. Take that for what you will. Uploads should be back to regular paste. Um... For those of you out in podcast land, uh, we'll be watching Dune because last time, last time we did a podcast a month, a month ago, if not longer ago, it was a tie and Spirited Away and Dune won. So we'll be watching Dune next time. Not really excited about that. It's going to be just like this movie. Really pretty. Nothing makes sense and nothing is explained. (laughs) Good, good, good. You were going to say the exact same shit that I just said, but you you also have to suffer through Zendaya being in the movie. I really dislike Zendaya, guys. Don't worry. She doesn't do any acting in this movie. She just appears. I really dislike her. And Timothy Chalamet also appears in this movie. And Jason Momoa also appears in this movie. And is there the anyone who's plays? not in this movie? Because uh, fuck. Uh, who the fuck plays the one guy? Oh, god damn it. Faster. Faster. I know, I know, I know. Tick, oh, I'm on the wrong dune. Tick, uh, talk. Oscar Isaac appears in this movie. Fuck. Again, who's not in this fucking movie? Uh, Josh Brolin appears in this movie. Javier Bardem appears in this movie. Dave Batista appears in this movie. Damn. Um. And... To cap it all off, Stellan Skarsgård appears in one of my favorite villainous moments in cinema. James thinks very highly of this movie. It's all right. Okay. (laughs) Look, I don't know. It's the same thing as this movie. It's the same thing. I have no concept of what it's fucking based on. I never read the book. I never watched the original movie. I don't know what the fuck is happening at all. And not a goddamn thing is explained to anyone in the whole movie. That's how I felt about Ender's Game. Because I did not read the book before I went and saw the movie. 
And I was very confused. And same with Maze Runner. Yeah. Like, if you don't... I've always been a huge proponent of, like, read the books before you go see the movie. Because, duh. That's just... A, it was how I was raised, and B, life is better for you. Um, But sometimes, every once in a while, I get taken to a movie, and I have not read the book for that movie. And then I watch a movie, and I'm very confused. And then I sit there and I go, is this how it is for everybody else that goes to movies that doesn't read the books? Because this is bad. And you sh- no wonder some people don't like the movies. Um, but, yes. On-time uploads. We will be here. We will be for it. Also, a lot of our new viewers, James, have been questioning. What? A lot of our new listeners have been questioning if there's any movies you actually like. No. <laughs> no. And there's... Actually, you know what? Oceans 1, 2, 3. No, not 3. Yes, 3. Oceans 11, 12, and 13. The Bourne Trilogy. Uh, uh, I like two Star Wars movies. Uh, Which two, out of curiosity? Because I'm just going to watch the internet light you on fire no matter what you say. The Empire Strikes Back is my favorite Star Wars movie because I love the Hoth sequence so much. For those of us who... Uh, That's episode five. Thank you. Uh, And uh, episode two is the best one of the, like, new trilogy. So the prequels? Yeah, the prequel trilogy. Episode two is the best one of those. And uh, I like it very much because it's the first time you get to see clones really do clone shit. Uh, And the battle on Geonosis was fucking cool um other movies that i do like because people have been asking this i've been asked this in real life um (laughs) uh dr seuss is how the grinch stole christmas with jim carrey uh both ace ventura movies we really liked rescuers and sonic rescuers and sonic were both good uh Uh, kingsman you like Kingsman? i do like the kingsman movies i haven't seen the most recent one though um shit the Gentleman was good. I liked that one. And, uh, yeah, that's kind of it. There is a question from chat, but not twat. Ch- chat, but not chat. Um, has James ever seen the original Ocean's Eleven with Frank Sinatra and the Rat Pack? No, I can't watch things uh, that are that old. Because I don't believe in the elderly. And with that controversial opinion, we'll see you next time.